Audible.com is a leading provider of audiobooks. Sign up today for a free 30-day trial at searchenginejournal.com forward slash audible and get your first book for free. Registration is now open for SEJ Summit 2017. Taking place May 11th at Chicago's Navy Pier, we'll have leading speakers in digital marketing, SEO, social media, and more. Use code NERD for $50 off any ticket type. Learn more at our website, searchenginejournal.com. Hi everyone, welcome to Search Engine Nerds. My name is Kelsey Jones. I'm the executive editor at Search Engine Journal and I'm joined here today by Anna Crow. She is our product strategist at Search Engine Journal. She helps us with inbound marketing strategy and content and she's also the marketing manager at Firesnap which is a digital inbound marketing agency um, that also does web design. So Anna, thanks so much for coming on Search Engine Nerds. Yeah, thanks, Kelsey. I'm excited to be here. This is going to be fun. Yeah, so I know today we were going to talk about SEO audits, which I think is kind of a cornerstone of, you know, every good SEO's uh, work with clients and their own company. So I wanted to kick it off and ask, you know, a question I like asking to see how it differs between people. Um, How often do you think audits should be done? So that's a good question. Um, audits differentiate between clients, um, but if typically if I get a new client, I like to do a full um, SEO audit from the technical side to the link building to the content side right whenever I get them. Um, and then I like to schedule them quarterly, um, so hopefully four times a year. Um, and then if we have any really big campaigns that go on, any cool inbound marketing strategies that we're working on, um, I'll do an audit right after that just to see if there's any weird changes or um, any different influences. And especially if we did any website restructuring, I know I had a client that had, you know, millions of pages and we restructured a lot of those pages and we did an audit right after that and found some errors that, that we wouldn't have noticed if we didn't implement an audit right after. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point to do one every time there's a change, because I think, Sometimes, you know, a developer will make a change and not think it makes that big of a difference, and it really does. Yeah, it's so true, because I, I work really closely with a lot of um, developers for my clients, and, you know, we, be, we have to become best friends. Something that a developer, you know, ticks one box or makes a small change in their eyes can have a drastic effect on my client's total site. You know, for example, we put no index, no follow on some of our tag pages, and the developer actually added the no index, no follow to the entire website. Oh so, my gosh. Yeah, it was devastating. Um, but luckily we caught it really quickly, so it didn't it didn't go on too long. But you know, little things like that that you wouldn't think to pay attention to and audit forces you to pay attention to it. Yeah, that's a good point. So on average, how long does it take you to do, to complete an audit? So it depends again on the client site. Um, I work with a lot of small businesses, so a lot of their websites are between, you know, 100 to 300 pages, so they're typically smaller, and I can typically pump those out uh, within one to two months um, because they are a smaller business. I like to keep the budget cost low, but then I have, you know, bigger clients that come to me with millions of pages, and they want something super technical, and that can take anywhere 
from, you know, six months to a year, honestly, depending on the different sections of, the, of their site, how quick the developer's turnaround time is and, you know, all those different factors that I don't really have control over. Uh, but, you know, always try to do whatever you can with with what you're given. <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense. It 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 for me it varies a lot. Like I just got done with an audit where their site um doesn't even have a 301 redirect for the non uh dub dub version. So, <laughs> yeah, so it took me forever because there were just tons of things like that versus, you know, doing an audit for a site that's smaller or one that I helped start or create right. the site, it it's usually a lot easier. Right, exactly. A lot of people I work with, I try to turn them around as fast as possible, just you know, for that reason alone. But I worked with a client about two years ago now, and it was literally like pulling teeth to get something done. Um, that same client with the no index, no follow, you know, I had to give a full case study, a full forecast of why adding this is going to affect the website. And I think it like just that one change alone took over three months to get completed. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I think there definitely needs to be a good line of communication and then also making sure clients understand how important some of these changes are that you need to be making, you know, that you found during the audit. Right. Exactly. It's definitely, it's an education process, which as you know, obviously my career has gone on. I've learned that education is so important to the clients at the beginning of the stage because SEO is something that changes all the time and Something that was cool last year is not necessarily so cool this year. So definitely keeping that education process going. I know I like to try and email my clients once a month with some new things that have happened and, and things that we might want to change to their website based on the new things happening in SEO. Yeah, definitely. That brings up a good point, you know, that I was going to ask you. Um, do the things that you look at in audits, do they change by industry or company goals? Or do you just have a standard, you know, best practice things that you look at and just keep them the same relatively? I do have a set of like my own personal checklist that I go through that I'll go through for every single client. But you know, I've worked with hotel companies in the past and they have websites in many different languages. So their SEO audit is going to be completely different than a product that is only sold in the States. You know, there's obviously different things to look at. So it is based per website. And then, um, you know, company goals will help me prioritize what needs to get done within that audit first. So if they you know, have a really big editorial team, maybe the content is a little bit more important than some of the structural changes to the website. Yeah, that's a really good point. Prioritizing based on what's most important to the client. Right. And then it shows that you're actually listening to them and you care about their business and, and you want them to succeed based on their business goals and that you're, you can be part of their team too. And I definitely, I've seen that help obviously, because you become a really good friend of them, you understand them, and, and vice versa for whenever you pitch ideas. Yeah, I know, uh, um, going back to what you were saying about the client that was taking a long time to implement your suggestions, um, do you have any stories of clients who have failed to take your advice, or or on the flip side, clients who have taken their, your advice when it comes to audit results and seeing like, either an amazing turnaround or something just continue to go downhill? Yes. So I have two. Um, so 
I believe it was in the summer of 2015, Google came out with a new update um, that was really going to affect, affect us. I forget which one it was, but um, we had to quickly implement strategies for fixing our duplicate content. And we had, it was a directory website, so we had con duplicate content on thousands and thousands of our pages. So we had to go through and no index, no follow, all of that duplicate content to make sure that we weren't gonna get dinged and you know it was a long process to get it turned around, but we ended up doing it. And you know, one month we saw a dramatic. I think we saw, you know, ten percent decrease in traffic to our website after that that update came came out. And then wow. we made the change, and then we saw twenty percent increase just from making that small change in one month, which is so strange because I've never seen that big of an increase or decrease in a short amount of time. You know, normally it takes like four to six months for me to even notice anything. Um, and then afterwards, um, you know, the company had a few structural changes internally, in, you know, with their management and that we took the no index, no follow off of those pages and, um, and we got dinged with a penalty. So, oh my gosh. Yes, it was definitely, it was a lot of back and forth and, you know, higher up battles. Um, but, you know, that was also my fault for not educating them well enough to, to make the right decision. But it's crazy that we saw that big of a difference in just one month time. So it, it can definitely make a huge impact on your website. Yeah, I mean, I don't wish that the people I work with are in really bad shape. But it, it does make it, it is cool to see someone who's like, it's so bad and then you help them because some of the easy stuff, like the redirect for my client I was talking about earlier, like that's going to really quickly impact the results they're seeing. So it's kind of cool to know that you're helping them. And that's one of the reasons why I really like doing audits is because um, I know that I'm making an impact on their results and helping them be better. I know it's so there is a sense of selfish accomplishment. I feel the exact same way because I, I love like the response I get from a lot of clients that I do work with are so grateful and so happy that just, you know, one tick of the box or one added line of code made such a huge difference to their website and their sales and their bottom line that it was, they're just so grateful and it's so nice to work with people like that, but to also feel that reward of like, Oh my gosh, just this, you know, a quick little mini audit that I did on their site, we made all these changes and it, it had such a drastic impact. It's, it's so awesome. Yeah, it's just really cool to see. Um, I love that. So kind of expanding past SEO, uh, when you're doing an audit, do you, what else, what other things when it comes to online presence do you look at? Like, do you look at social media, PPC? Um, I guess local search kind of ties into SEO, but you know, what other things are you also looking at? That's a good question. So whenever I'm done with the technical side and the content side of things, I'll usually move to social media just because that that's an easier transition and, and easier for the client to grasp. And a lot of times they already have someone working on their social media strategy. So I'll just partner up with them and have them walk me through what they're currently doing and see if there's any small tweaks we can change, whether it's, you know, to their Facebook description or actually, you know, uploading files with a keyword name into the images on Facebook, you know, small little things like that, that can make a, make a little bit of a difference and connect the dots between social media and SEO. Yeah. And I think it kind of, 
they all work together, you know, so it's always just good to to keep an eye on it um, just because you are involved in that company's online presence. And so just kind of being aware of what else they're doing, whether it's social media or PPC, I would say is always a good idea. Yeah, I completely agree. It's it's interesting. I just started working um, on a link building campaign for a client and I've you know created this really cool social media engagement plan for how we're going to reach out to influencers on social media and work with them in social media first before we kind of funnel them down into our link building plan so that they get more of a holistic approach from our marketing strategy versus just me pounding them with an outreach email and they don't even know who we are yet. I like that. That's a good idea. Because uh, I think sometimes link builders and um, SEOs in general tend to only have like one view of things when it comes to getting more engagement. So kind of stepping outside the box and thinking about what you could be doing on social media um, could be really beneficial. Yeah, and it's so true. You know, like everyone is doing their part to make the company better, but you never know the person who's managing social. You have no idea what they're doing, no idea what their strategy is, and they don't know what you're doing either. So just collaborating a little bit and developing a really cool link building strategy that makes the brand better, not just their SEO better, is just so cool and definitely the future of, of link building marketing, I think. Yeah, for sure. Um, so the next thing I wanted to ask you, I know is probably controversial and changes a lot, but whenever you are fixing stuff um, and fixing some of the major issues in your experience, how long does it take to see results? So depending on what the issue is, it's usually for me four to 12 months, honestly. Um, it just depends on what we're working on. Like my link building campaigns, you know, for fixing internal link structures or 301 redirects, I usually don't see any movement until about six months. If I don't see any movement in the six month time frame, I kind of go back and check my processes and make sure I didn't miss anything. Um, but they, I really have clients that don't see any traffic movement until that year mark, which is crazy to me. Um, and then you have those random things that happen, like happened to me two summers ago where we made one change and you saw a drastic impact in one month. Um, I think it also depends on what you know Google is focusing on at that time. You know, Obviously, they were hitting us with that that update. So obviously they were looking for things like that. Um, but yeah, I, six, four to 12 months is usually my range, which clients hate hearing that, but um, <laughs> it's the truth. <laughs> well, yeah. And uh, Miley Oye, who uh, recently left Google, she did a um, video this year about exactly that, like hiring SEOs. And she said that you should um, expect to not see changes until four to 12 months. So it was kind of a godsend for her to say that because I know as uh, for clients, it can be frustrating to hear it's going to take that long. Yeah, and it's definitely a hard selling point too. I'm, I'm so happy to hear that someone else has said that because, you know, as an SEO consultant or someone that's doing this on your own, you never know what other people are promising. And I definitely worked in, you know, a couple of years ago where the SEO was a little bit more shady and you can promise clients results in the first month, which is just not realistic. And then you've got people that are doing really good, genuine work and you can't see results until four to 12 months, but you know, people don't want to hear that. So it's awesome to hear that other people are, are sticking up for us and speaking <laughs> for the truth. <laughs> I know for real. 
Um, okay, so last question, um, which, you know, you, you and I might be a little biased towards since we um, have clients, but should audits always be done externally? Like, so what I'm asking is, like, even if a company has a search marketer on their team, should they work with someone else to do an audit just because they're too close to it or um, does it matter? That's a good question. So I've, you know, luckily been in, in both positions. I've been working in-house as an SEO person and obviously externally too. And I, when I was in internally in-house, we actually worked with an amazing search agency called IEMA and they were super helpful. And even though I had, you know, extensive knowledge in SEO, just having an external resource that wasn't necessarily biased about the company goals or internal plans, they could really look at it from just a strictly SEO perspective was super helpful to have. And, um, and I really, you know, appreciated having that, but, um, so that, you know, leads into what I'm doing now. And I, and I think my clients appreciate that because they can often get sidetracked by, by bigger brand goals that aren't necessarily SEO goals. Yeah. Good point. I, it probably just depends on the company and how they're structured and what they need. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, you never know what the internal structures look like and, you know, you could have them, you know, some teams have like an SEO team of seven that are working internally, but you know, then you've only got the token person that, you know, is maybe starting out in their career or they just, they know too much and they're experts. So it just all depends on the company, which, you know, sucks for whenever clients want to, they don't want to hear that. They just want to hear exactly what you want to tell them. So (laughs) (laughs) I know. Well, um, you know, to kind of wrap it up, um, again, like what would your, do you have any parting words of advice or, um, things that you think people should keep in mind no matter, you know, who they're doing the audit for? Yeah, I would always be testing. Um, this industry changes so much that unless you start experimenting with things and with different websites, you'll never know what's going to work. What works for one client might not work for another and vice versa. So always be testing, always be checking and, and keep up with the trends and keep your mind fresh. I love that. Well, Anna, thanks so much for joining me. I know I talk to you online all the time, but it's good to have a convo and per- like, not in person, but as close as we can get to in person. <laughs> I know. I always love talking with the SEJ stuff. So it's, it's fun and, and it's so nice to talk with you again and not just via Slack. So thanks. <laughs> Again, this is uh, Kelsey Jones and Anna Crow with Search Engine Journal. If you want to check out more Search Engine Nerds episodes, be sure to subscribe on iTunes and uh, talk with us about episodes on Twitter using the hashtag SENerds. Until next time.